all things are possible for one who believes. I mean, how could you not love that quote? You know, and, and he's telling you that if you believe in it and you're willing to put the work in it or the faith in it, it's possible. Just go for it. Go for the gusto. Yeah. And, you know, you hear all these great stories of people going from homelessness to making good money and doing what they love doing and fulfilling careers and helping people and all these things. And you hear these great turnaround stories. Well, the reason why is because they never quit believing. And so I believe we have to just hold on to what we know we're meant to do and just pursue it with everything in us. Welcome to the Daily Authors Podcast, a daily podcast all about books and the authors who gave them life. Each episode, your host interviews a new brilliant author as they reveal inside information about their incredible books and inspiring lives. Now, here's your host, Aaron Gendel. Hey, Aaron Gendel here. I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to the Daily Authors Podcast. It means so, so much to me. And maybe you've been thinking about writing a book of your own. And if so, do not wait. The world is hurting and needs your help. It needs your book. I would love to help you on your journey to write your book. So simply email me at Aaron at dailyauthors.com and I'd love to hear about your book idea. Now enjoy the show. Hey, thank you so much, Jody Allman, for joining me on the Daily Authors Podcast. So excited today to talk to you about your book, Going All In, Finding Success Through Surrender. Thanks again, Jody, for joining me on the show. Yeah, thank you, Aaron. It's good to be with you. Yeah, good to be with you too. Well, before we jump into your incredible book here, Jody, I'm just wondering if we could touch on, I guess, tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself and your work and what you've got going on right now. Sure, man. It's really exciting what's going on. I released Going All In on January the 18th of this year, 2020. It's already made its way to a number one Amazon bestseller in the first five days and has moved in and out of that spot consecutively since its release. Amazing, man. Congrats. Yeah, thanks a lot, brother. It's, it's been good. I'm also currently doing a book tour off the book, and so I'm staying busy with that and hoping to spread it over as much of the United States as possible. And then this podcast is one of those stops on the tour, as a matter of fact. So I appreciate you taking time, as well as some brick and mortar store signings and speaking engagements. Another exciting opportunity for those who are desiring to join the Going All In tribe is that I'm creating an online course that accompanies the book, and I'm going to be releasing it real soon. And for those who participate in it will not only find their UIP is what I call it, their unique individual purpose in life, but also begin to live a life of fulfillment and start thriving instead of surviving. So a lot of things happening, man. I'm also just found out that I have, the book has been entered into a category nominated for a global award through AAE. And so that's exciting as well, man. So a lot of good things happening. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. Keep up the uh, momentum, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, it's going to take you some unknown cool places that books are just powerful like that, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's dive into it. I, I'm curious to know a little bit more about what inspired you to write it and um, yeah, maybe a little bit more about the title. Okay. So it's funny. The title actually wasn't meant to be an oxymoron or even meant to be controversy or contradictory. Uh, when you think about surrender, finding success through surrender, that came later when I actually had that revelation from somebody sharing it with me. That's like, that's a really catchy title. Did you mean to do that? <laughs> Absolutely not. I really didn't. It was just my thought process that the way to really find success is through surrendering yourself to the process of success. And, and to the, I'm faith-based, and so to the person who brings me my success. And so when I, when I did that, that's the reason that it came about. 
And so, you know, just to give you kind of the overview of the book, if you will, I put this on the back cover copy, but the cemeteries are the most valuable place in the world, Aaron. And the reason why is because in those cemeteries lies poems that were never written, songs that were never sang, musical compositions that were never composed, maybe even future leaders and possibly even the cure to cancer. And so going all in really takes the reader on a journey through the life of one of the most successful persons in history, I believe, and that is Abraham. And the reason I say that is because when you think about Abraham throughout history and even today, he's the father of the faith of three major religions on planet Earth, which is Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. And through that journey in the book, I interweave my personal stories in as well and show the reader both mine and Abraham's stories. And I show them three important things that every person needs to know if they're going to have success. And number one is that they are significant. We all have significance. Number two is we'll all face setbacks and we need to learn to navigate those. And number three is success, the true success that we find. And so I wrote this after coming to the realization that the majority of people, approximately 88% identify with being a struggler. I did a poll on my Facebook page and 88% of people said, I feel like I'm struggling more than I'm successful. And so my real heart's desire is to empower people to move from the proverbial camp of struggle to the castle of success. <laughs> love that. Love that uh, analogy. Thanks, um, man. Well, <laughs> you've uh, covered some big topics, it sounds like, in your book. And just wondering if you might dive into one in particular that is there one that is more important than the other? Or are they all, all the three that you mentioned just as important? Um, or I guess any one in particular you'd like to talk about today and go a little deeper with? Yeah, I think they're all equally important. I find that probably the one that matters the most, Aaron, is the significance. And the reason why is because if you don't feel that you matter, if you don't know who you are, and I'm not talking about who the world has labeled you or who people have labeled you or even you've labeled yourself, but who you really are at your core. Again, I'm a faith-based person, so I believe we have a creator. And so who did my creator create me to be? And when I think about that, you know, a lot of things happen in life to us as we go through life and it, it gets us off course, detours to our destiny, if you will. And so when you consider those things, you know, I'm trying to help people understand that you do matter. You have a purpose. Everything that is created, I use an analogy of a fork and, you know, sometimes my analogies are off base, but not in the book, but in teaching, I use the analogy of a fork and we could use a fork for a lot of different things, right? I mean, I could use a fork to dig in. Let's imagine I have a little potted plant. I dig a little hole out with the fork and I put a seed in and then I rake with the fork. And so it's been a digging utensil. Now it's been a utensil that I can smooth over and rake it and make it look real pretty. And the creator of the fork standing over by me and he's like, what is this dude doing? You know, I mean, this is not what I meant this fork to be used for. And so he says, that's not the proper use. And so I'm like, cool. So I wash it off and I start combing my hair with it, you know, and the fork has a significance and it can be used for a lot of different purposes. But until the creator teaches me the purpose of the fork, I don't understand its purpose. And so significance is crucial in understanding that you have a purpose and a call on your life. And you just need to step into that, man, and do it. And so that's a key part for me, really. Yeah, incredible. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Could you lead the listener into, if they're today wondering, okay, well, they might recognize that you to understand who they are, their significance. How would they take that first step to really understanding that for their own lives? Well, if I'm being honest, I think that they have to do a lot of soul searching 
And my ministry is actually called Solution Ministry. I love that. Every problem that we face in life, there is a solution. But most problems require a solution. It requires us digging deep and figuring out what's going on within us. And so I believe they have to kind of do some inner searching. And that's a big part of the reason I developed the course because the book kind of gets your mind started in the direction. Yeah. But the course that I'm developing, I'm actually taking 20 plus years of experience in helping people find their purpose and, and doing life coaching, even though I didn't call it that. I've done it for years. And so taking all that material and for the first time, really putting it in one place. And I've never done this before. So it's actually a very grinding task to bring it all together. And so I'm bringing it all together in one place. And even just this past week, I did a consult with a lady and gave her just, I mean, like a crumb of it. And she's already excited, realizing who she is. And what I did with that, I mean, anybody can do. But again, for people that aren't faith-based, they may not buy into it, but there's spiritual gift surveys you can do and you can find them at different places. And, you know, I do that with somebody because again, that reveals the core of who you are, who your creator made you to be. And you understand all of a sudden you start realizing, well, this is why I'm so hospitable to people. And I always want to have people over in my house. You know what I mean? Because I have <laughs> hospitality. So you begin to understand and see the relational cords that go through. And I have many aspects to that, but that's just one of them. So yeah, I yeah. would say that, um, Again, I don't mean to make this all faith-based, but I'm very faith-based. But yeah. again, I think you have to be God-partnered, Aaron. If that's my creator and he's created me for a purpose, then how can I fulfill my purpose if I don't partner with him? So I teach people how to become God-partnered and then from becoming God-partnered to fulfill their purpose, find their purpose, fulfill it, and really just be fluent in it and make it into whatever it is that they're meant to do. Yeah, it makes sense. Jody, appreciate you sharing those those insights and obviously encourage listeners to take advantage of the course once you get it up and up and going. It sounds like it'll be just super amazing and helpful for all those wanting to discover that purpose for themselves. Thanks, man. Well, I hope you could just sum it up for the listeners today. I wondered if you might be able to boil it down to just one thing. If you'd want the one thing that you'd want the listener or the readers to take away from your book, what would that be? If I were to give the reader just one thing, it would be that I, I want you to find and fulfill your purpose. And here's the play by going all in, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and the catch to it is, is that, you know, part of the book in the setbacks, I talk about how that, you know, we allow the setbacks to hold us back, Aaron. And so many times we do not pursue our purpose because of the different setbacks in our life. And I teach in the book some of the ways to navigate those setbacks. And I can speak for me. I've allowed setbacks many times to cause me to pause when I should be progressing. And I hope I'm past that stage in my life. I hope I don't allow that to happen any longer because I realize just how vital purpose is and how short our lives really are. And, you know, when you think about time, you can't get time back, man. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, this day is gone at midnight. It's gone. I can't get it back. And so I've chosen to live every day in my purpose, on purpose. And I just want people to do that because if we do that, think of how much greater this world will become in every possible way. The technological advancements, the medical advancements, the informational advancements, the things like you're doing, man, you know, I mean, helping share other people's stories. I mean, I think it's fantastic. So, you know, all these things that we're doing, you know, it's just if everybody would just do it and, and find what they're supposed to do. It makes it more fulfilling. You're happy every day. You're joyful about what you do. It's not a struggle. Your position or your profession 
it's pleasurable. So it's not even like work anymore, right? You know, it's yeah. just fun. And that's what I'm finding with this. I mean, I just love it, man. It's it's not even work. It's just enjoyable. Yeah, well said, Jody. I really, I think you're onto something there. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, well, let's talk a bit more about books. And I wondered if you might share any of your favorites or any that have really helped you throughout your life and uh, any that stand out for you, Jody? Actual books themselves? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's several. Again, if if I'm being completely transparent, let me say, first of all, the book that's made the most impact in my life is the Bible. Outside of that, outside of that, books that, you know, other people have written in recent times, there's actually several that I really like. I, I like a lot of John Maxwell's stuff. It's just encouraging. It's it's informational. I follow T.D. Jakes pretty closely. He's like a mentor without knowing it to me <laughs> because we have a lot in common. And so the commonality drew me to him. And then when I seen the way that he's on the edge of things for what he does, you know, I mean, most people that are pastors aren't going into, you know, business the way he does and producing movies and being a philanthropist and doing these things. And so, yeah, I really look at him and he's got some major insight as well. So, you know, it's like his book, Destiny. Destiny is a fantastic book that just helps people get geared in that direction as well. And so there's, there's a lot of those folks like that I read behind because I need that encouragement. I need that person that's a little higher on the plateau than maybe I am, you know, to help pull me up to their level so I can pull these people up to my level, you know? So absolutely, I, I enjoy those kinds of books, man. Anything leadership oriented or goal oriented or vision oriented, at least at this point in my life, that's where I'm at. I just want to reach past the stars, you know? <laughs> yeah. Dream big, man, for sure. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Well, thank you for those recommendations. I I think uh, the listeners can get a lot out of following or uh, checking them out for sure. Thank you. What about a favorite quote? Anything that inspires you often, Jody? Yes, and I will share that with you. I have several, but in thinking, and I put this in every book that I sign, and so I had to just tell you this one, and it's actually Mark 9.23, and the quote is by Jesus, and this is my life verse, and it says, all things are possible for one who believes. And I mean, how could you not love that quote, man? <laughs> you know, and, and he's telling you that if you believe in it and you're willing to put the work in it or the faith in it, it's possible. Just go for it. Go for the gusto. Yeah. And, you know, you hear all these great stories of people going from homelessness to, to making good money and doing what they love doing and fulfilling careers and helping people and all these things. And you hear these great turnaround stories. Well, the reason why is because they never quit believing. And so I believe we have to just hold on to what we know we're meant to do and just pursue it with everything in us. Yeah, great quote, man. Yeah, it makes me think of guys like Walt Disney or people like right. that. <laughs> right, you know, and, and I went to Disney a few years back and I was looking at his little wall and reading all his quotes. And I love some of his quotes too, because it's the yeah. same kind of concept, man. You know, it's just yeah. like chase your dreams, do what you believe you can do. And, uh, you know, watching his story is phenomenal too. It's just it's yeah. encouraging to see that anybody can do anything if they just put their mind to it pretty much and go after it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And not, uh, like you said, get held up by uh, some challenges that are bound to come our way and, and uh, keep moving forward. All right. Well, I wondered if you might share your experience through the book writing process and what's really, I guess, been helpful for you or things that you've learned along the way that maybe you wish you would have known before you started writing a book. The crazy part for my story is, Aaron, is that I researched for a whole year <laughs> how to self-publish the book. And then it come down to 
a publishing deal that really just happened. Wow, awesome. And the way that happened was really crazy. And I know we don't have a lot of time, but the way that happened was really crazy and it worked out. And so I got this publishing deal. And instead of reaching my little small circle, I ended up reaching globally now. And my book has gone global. It's worldwide. It's on Amazon, Australia, and UK and all that stuff. And so it's really kind of just surreal when you sit back and look at it. But if I had some lessons to learn, I would say something I've learned tremendously in this process is how to lean on other people. And what I mean by that is none of us know it all. And Mm -hmm tapping into other people's wealth of knowledge where they're good at. So in other words, you know, I wrote the book, I wrote the manuscript, but it still needed editing. And even though I threw it through Grammarly, even though I threw it through all these online programs six times, and even though I had friends look at it and edit it, you know, even then the professional editor did it and I'm still finding issues. You know what I'm saying? And so the thing is, is that leaning on those people, leaning on people on how to market, leaning on people, you know, so just learning to make it, it's your book, but you need people to be involved. You know, it's like takes a village to raise a child. Well, it takes a village to do a book right, you know, and so look at it as your baby. And that's the way it feels. I told some folks at my launch, I was like, man, it's like having a child. You know, it's a laborious process. And I did not realize how much labor was involved in the process of writing a book. I took it for granted very much so. (laughs) Well, thank you. Yeah, for sharing. I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, getting help. It's encouraging too, right? Because I think a lot of people might think that I got to do this thing on my own and it's this huge task. and, And if you can step back and realize that there are a lot of people out there to help you and you need to get their help because they can do a lot better job than what you could probably do on your own. So well said. Yep. Well, I wonder if you also might share, I guess, now that you've got your book, it's out there. What would you say has been the best part for you about being an author and writing a book? The best part for me, honestly, is the feedback. And I can take criticism, but thankfully I've not had to so far. But the feedback has been phenomenal. I had a 93-year-old former drill sergeant that came up to me and told me, he said, I've got two things I want to tell you about your book. I said, mm-hmm. okay. So I'm gripping myself, right? I'm like, okay, <laughs> this former drill sergeant's fixing to chew into me. But he said, one thing is, he said, if you write another one, make it longer. I read it too quickly. <laughs> Let me tell you why I read it too quickly. He said, the other night I was going to sit down and, and read a chapter and go to bed. You know, He said, and Jody, honestly, I started reading the book and I could not put it down. He said, and in two and a half hours, I found that I had read the whole book. And he said, I'll tell you my opinion for what it's worth. It's the best nonfiction book I've ever read. Now, Aaron, man, that spoke tremendously to me, you know, because I've got this guy that's 93 years old reading a book that really kind of pulls you into your purpose. And he's like, you know, it really spoke to me. It, It impacted my life. And I hear stories like that constantly, you know, and, and to hear those stories for me, my goal was going into this, if I can just help one person achieve a better life and find some hope and some healing in life through this book, that's what I want. And I'm finding that it's being used to help multiple people. And my goal is, I hope by the end of it, that millions of people are helped by it, you know? And so, so the thing is, is that for me, that's been the best process, man. I mean, I don't know, maybe for other people, it's, it's other ways, but for me, it's been the most phenomenal part of the process, just getting that feedback and seeing how it's impacting others' lives. Well, incredible, man. I'm sure it's going to continue to do that and uh, 
books are just so incredibly powerful in that way and, and just going to live on and on, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's the cool thing is hopefully even after I'm dead and gone and my, I'm in the cemetery, you know, my book will live on. It'll, it'll keep inspiring people. Yeah, I believe so. That's why I love books. All right. Well, I wanted to make sure I didn't miss anything, Jody. It's been an absolute pleasure having you, man. I, I really appreciate your time and just connecting. And I wondered if you might want to share anything else, go for it if so. And also just make sure again, uh, where the listeners know where to connect with you online. Sure. One thing I'd like to share before we close, Aaron, is something I've learned. And I talked a little bit about my setbacks. I felt led to write a book like eight years ago and I put it on the back burner, put it on the back burner and finally did it. And so I want to encourage everybody, everybody has a story. Everybody. You have something inside of you that can help somebody else. And so I encourage everybody. I think everybody should write a book. Mm -hmm. It may not be a novel. It may not be a series. And it may be a book on something that a hundred other people's written on, but not from your perspective. And so I encourage you to consider it. So if I would love to connect with your listening audience personally. And, and so if they want to do that, they can visit my website and they can find that at www.soul, S-O-U-L, like a key of soul, S-O-U-L, Lucian. So it's S-O-U-L-U-T-I-O-N, ministries.com, okay? And so they can find me there. And there's a lot of information on that page about the book, about the life and business coaching, about all that stuff, about the course that's coming up. I've already got it priced out. I've already, you know, everything's there. And so I'd love to connect with them. I also do free 30-minute consultations. If they want to schedule a first-time free 30-minute consultation, I've done that with people in Uganda. I've done that with people in South Africa. All over the world, this is happening. And so it's exciting. And I'm helping people find their purpose and fulfill their destiny. They can also follow me on Facebook. And my Facebook is found at... um, at facebook.com forward slash gains, G-A-I-N-S leaders, forward slash gains leaders. And so they can find me there and follow and I'm putting stuff on there about the book and the book tour and all that. And then I'm also in the world that you're in. I do a podcast myself that's called The Solution. Again, not solution, solution. And I do that and I give a lot of helpful advice and, and tips and teachings on there on how to become whole internally, but also how to fulfill your purpose. And so I do a lot of teaching on there on every Thursday, I release a new episode. So I'm new to the podcast world. I'm not as established as you are, man, but I'm new to it. But I, you know, I just have a lot of ways for people to connect and try to get all the value I can give to people I want to give to them. Yeah, well, I love what you're doing, man. I love uh, that you're putting yourself out there. And um, yeah, I definitely encourage all your listeners to go check Jody Almond out and his book and uh, just sounds like you've got big heart and trying to help a lot of people, man. So I really appreciate that. Thank you, brother. Thank you, man. Well, keep up the great work. Been just an amazing experience here connecting with you today, Jody, and wish you all the best of luck in all that you're doing. Thank you, Aaron. It's been great connecting with you and bravo, man. Keep doing the things you're doing and you're helping a lot of people to get connected. So I appreciate what you do. Uh, Thank you so much, man. Thanks for listening to the Daily Authors Podcast. Be sure to visit dailyauthors.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. 